0: I know it's been a while since I last posted an episode, but I don't know if it happened to you that there is just a point in your life where you feel so overwhelmed by everything, and you're kind of like, "Oh, I need to declutter my life and see what's serving me right now and what is not serving me, what's working, what is not working." And I am at that point in my life right now, and I'm taking a break from everything, including the podcast. Um, it was something that I needed to do and but also in the meantime I wanted to let you know two things first that I've been interviewing amazing guests I don't know if I should call these next episodes part of a new season but there are new episodes coming in and I don't really have a theme we're gonna be discussing so many topics and for this episode I wanted to share with you a speech I gave last year at an event that was called uh, Women in Travel and in this speech I shared a little bit about me and about solo travel and why I am so passionate about it and then also some other stuff so without further ado here it is I'm going to share it in here right now You're sitting on a boat in Halong Bay, North Vietnam, wedged between a Chilean and a German. While this may sound like the beginning of a corny joke, it was actually the moment I realized I had found what I was searching for when I began my 10-week trip through Asia as a solo female traveler. But let's back up a little bit. My name is Luca Menares and I am from a country that few have traveled to in the recent years. Venezuela. About 10 years ago, when I was a teenager, the economic conditions there were kind of okay. You could work and buy food, maybe save a little bit and go travel. And since most people could survive, the crime rate wasn't as high as it is now. I didn't have much money so while traveling I was always doing things like hitchhiking and camping anywhere I could. And I always found someone to help me, someone offering me a ride or a place to stay. We Venezuelans, we are warm people and we like to help. That's what it feels like, safe. I was never alone. I immigrated to the United States in 2014 when I became an au pair and eventually got married. I was also studying social and behavioral sciences in LA, but I didn't feel connected to the LA culture. Actually, I was really unhappy and after three years I got divorced and I felt so lost and I thought I wanted to get as far as I could. So I decided to start traveling. I started in Tijuana, Mexico, then Colombia, then back home to Venezuela, then to Argentina, Uruguay, Europe, and returned back to the States from Asia in 2018. Now I am living in Chicago, and I started my podcast, The Solo Female Traveler, right when the pandemic began in March of 2020. The idea came to me when I was traveling in Asia, I realized that 99% of the time, I was the only woman from Latin America traveling solo. There were no other groups of Latinas. Um, There were some, mostly from Argentina, but they were not traveling alone. I would love to see more Latinas and women of color traveling solo. But I know that before they can be empowered to travel, they need to be empowered in other ways. One way is financially and also emotionally. Even though solo travel can be empowering, I know that for sure we need to have a sense of self-confidence to at least consider buying the ticket. The first few months of the pandemic were confusing and overwhelming for me as I moved through the loss of not being able to travel in a way, this podcast has allowed me to keep traveling even as the war began to close. It has also furthered my belief that traveling is a mindset, not a place to arrive at. People see me as crazy and forward and open-minded, but I see myself as independent, free spirit and curious. But people describe me as crazy just for traveling. Mostly from the city I'm from, where women kind of have a path to follow by a certain age. So even just traveling alone is considered crazy, especially from my family. Crazy as a traveler for me is doing something that is not safe. To me, it's crazy to go out alone and drink as a female traveler. Crazier than skydiving or scuba diving with sharks. Safety comes off in my podcast, but not in the same way news outlets tell us the world is a dangerous place. Actually, what I have found in myself and in the women on my show is that safety is found within. Safety is found in your mindset, in your body, in listening to cues and following your intuition. We attract what we think. And if you travel with the mindset of I'm safe, I am going to have a good time. You will. You will. Our thoughts are energy, and energy creates our reality. I remember a sunset I experienced when I was in the Philippines. I was in a kayak with a girlfriend friends and a local who asked us if sunsets made us happy or sad. And he told us that they made him sad because it means it is a day that we're not getting back. And that the end of the day brings us closer to the end of our life. It made me aware of our mortality and how we really have to make the most out of our days and our life. I've also learned that gratitude is like a muscle. It's something to practice even before a trip begins. It's easy to say, be grateful in the moment, but you could be in the most stunning place in the world. And if you haven't integrated what it really means to be in gratitude, you could still feel miserable on the inside. My priorities while traveling are freedom and acting out of love. I experience freedom by giving myself full permission to do what I want without any judgment. And by acting out of love, I allowed space for wonderful things to happen. Of course, there are doubts and people will always question your choices. But you never know where a decision can take you, and you never know how strong you are until you get out of your comfort zone. The women I've interviewed have changed their life completely after their first solo trip and realized how powerful they are. Being exposed to different countries and cultures made them realize how many possibilities there are if we just open ourselves up to the world. It's the feeling of, I took this trip and I realized that life is not what I thought it was. It's much more. And there are so many benefits to solo travel. You are put into situations where you have to trust yourself and that is empowering in itself. It is also extremely humbling because as you build a relationship with your capabilities, you begin to understand the areas in which you need to ask for help. The dance between trusting and receiving guidance while solo traveling is something that carries through into all aspects of life even when you return home and you learn so much about other cultures, like how there is always more than one way to do things. Talking about traveling can come across as showing off, but that's why I host my podcast to validate the stories of women who have experienced personal growth and a changed mindset through solo travel. I found myself while traveling by connecting with others and listening to their stories. So I am sharing women's stories to create community with those who might be afraid to take that leap into the unknown as well as with those who are seasoned travelers. Of course, solo travel isn't without its disadvantages. Sometimes you are in a beautiful place, in a beautiful country and you don't have anyone to share it with. But it is what it is. You have yourself and you can overcome the loneliness by taking photos, bringing a notebook and just writing down the thoughts you're having. And these you can share with your future self, which is equally as valuable. There is a quote that says, wherever you go, there you are. We cannot escape our feelings. In fact, solo travel often confronts our emotions in ways we wouldn't expect. By the woman I've become, and the women I've interviewed have found meaning in traveling solo by embracing the ups and downs of the journey. If you're feeling lonely, embrace it. You won't feel like that forever. Go out and try a new thing and make it worth it. But don't avoid the emotion. Go through it, sit down and write about it. I learned that it wasn't what I did or what I was going to do. It was just being okay with where I was at. Enjoying the present moment that brought me peace of mind. So here we are. I'm sitting next to a Chilean and a German on a boat in Halong Bay in Vietnam. And it's not a cheesy joke, it's a moment in my life that I had been dreaming about for so long. It is winter in Vietnam, and the wind bites at my fingers. And the guide asks us to jump off the boat and swim through the icy water to the shore. And neither of my new friends wanted to do that. But I think, hell yes, I'm going to do that. And I'm sitting on the edge of a boat between a Chilean and a German. And with my feet off the side, I jump. I freeze my butt off, but I do it. And I think, oh man... This is what life is about. Thank you.